Hello and welcome to the T's and C's podcast. My name is Tasha Duffy. And I'm Christine Barnes. We're all guilty of sending podcast-length voice notes of our day-to-day ups and downs of life, so we decided to share them with you. In this week's episode, we have the fabulous Dublin drag queen, Nikki Stones. She's here to tell us how she got into drag and this year's 40th anniversary since Dublin's first Pride. Welcome, Nikki Stones! Hi! Hi. What's the story? What's the gossip? What's the tea? Oh my oh, I God, love I can't. It. Before we started, Nikki was like, can I curse? Can I be so overdramatic? Can I be a total whore? I was like, 100%! Oh, of the above. Me being a whore, shocking. Wow. <laughs> I love it. Oh my God, we were so excited. So, little background when we had Teresa Killalee on, or TK, in our last few episodes, we mentioned um, that we were going to go for a drink after, uh, well, like, uh, not after the show, but one of the times after a podcast or during the week or weekend or whatever. And she was like, oh my God, we should go to a drag show. And we were like, oh yes! my God, yes. We went to one at Christmas. And she was like, what one? And we were like, with Nikki Stones. And she was like, I'm friends with Nikki Stones. And we were like, oh my God, unreal. So we were like, set it up. We want a drag queen. We have to have them on the pod. And here you are. I just have to say, I'm sorry that that was the first experience you had of me. What are you talking about? Oh my God, we had the best time. (laughs) We had such a good time. It was so fun. No, I'm glad. I'm glad y'all were there. Like it was, I always love doing those kind of gigs like outside of Dublin because it gives like a whole new kind of view on drag outside of Dublin absolutely yeah and the room was packed yeah always is shockingly yeah they do it like every few weeks do they yeah no Mm -hmm. way are you up there all the time not all the time but like we kind of have like a recurring cast uh, within our agency that kind of pops up and down so oh very good yeah so let's get back to the beginning back to the start what like how did you get into drag what was it like growing up what made you go that way like tell us everything we want to know how deep do you want me to go with this? Deep, deep. Go deep. deep. I mean, I I can go very deep if if you ask nicely. Oh, but, oh no. hello. You got to buy oh. me dinner first. <laughs> Don't take my line, bitch. <laughs> um, so I was like 15, 16 when I started watching Drag Race. Okay. And I was a depresso expresso little teenager, you know. Really? Yeah. Like, I think just being a queer kid growing up, I like, you kind of hear a lot about, you hear about the, the tragic, like the tragic stories of, queer kids growing up and like they're exiled from the community exiled from their families and all this kind of stuff but you don't really hear about the the other struggles that a lot of queer kids that are accepted kind of go through of this entire we go through this like mental breakdown before we come out of like am I still going to be loved am I going to be this and then when it comes out to like for me when I came out my like my parents were like yeah it's cool it's fine whatever like we know big fucking whoop And I was was like, yeah, it was great. But then I was beating myself up being like, why did you think that they would hate you and all this kind of stuff? And so I kind of wanted an escape from reality one day. And I remember, I remember it so well. It was the day before Halloween. All of my quote unquote friends, I didn't really have friends in school because are you really friends with someone if you're just spending every single day with them? You know what I mean? Um, They all had like this big Halloween party. And I was like the one person in the year that wasn't invited. And so I said, well, you know what? I'm going to be a different person. Literally, F you, I'm going to be a different person. And got into drag for the first time ever. Oh my God. If if I still had that photo, I would literally have it burned because it's so bad. It was your first time doing it though, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. First time doing any form of makeup. First time doing any form of anything like that. And I just got into drag and I was like, this feels right hid like heels and everything from my mom I like I went out to pennies and bought my like first pair of heels Aww. um hid it away from my parents one day my mom found it and was like 
what's this? And I was like, uh, uh, and she was like, you're not trans, are you? And I was like, no, jokes on her because it came out as non-binary a good few years later. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you thought, bitch, you thought. Um, but it just kind of spiraled out of control at that point. Then it was like 16, like started knowing people in the scene. 17, I did like my first gig. 18, suddenly I'm in the George, yeah. like for the first time ever. And I was like, huh? What? What? what Where what? did this go? Where? Ha- what happened? Very much. And I feel like that's just a general feeling that a lot of people have with drag is it just kind of spirals out of control you kind of you go into it and it either goes like whoa or you just flatline okay and i was really really lucky to be one of the people that just went boom you know so did you say that your first time in the george you were performing second time ever i was in the george i performed yeah wow Mm -hmm. it was easter break i did a witchy wednesday with veda i performed all fired up by the saturdays I looked. I love the Saturdays. It's such a good song, but I did it. I did not do it justice. (laughs) And I remember going back into school the next, like it was like two weeks after because it was like the first week of um, Easter. And the teachers were the ones that came up to me being like, you were in the George. That's so cool. Congratulations. And I was like, I just came to ask you about my history homework. Yeah. Why? T- Does that mean I don't have to give any history homework? Literally, I like I can I do a little dance and get away with yeah. like, my leaving cert, you know? Just literally. Who needs a H one? Not me. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's, that's crazy. Because that like the George is so iconic, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Like no matter if you're queer, gay, straight, trans, non-binary, whatever you are, everyone knows what the George is. And everyone's welcome though. That's what I love yeah. about it. Like, We've only been, well, I've only been once. Yeah, I've only been once. You went? Yeah, I think But when so. we were going, we were like, we can't wait to we go. We couldn't wait. Yeah, no one ever asked us to go. Yeah. We were like, can we go? You don't even need to be asked to go I to know. the George. You can just kind of go. And that's one of the things I like, <laughs> I'm going to like lay some real tea here. One of the best and simultaneously worst things about the George yeah. is if you go, you're going to see someone you know or have like made out with or hooked up with. No way. And I'm just here like, well, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I see, like, it's like I, I lock eyes with one person and I'm like, I recognize that torso, not that face, just the torso. <laughs> I love that. That is hilarious. No, we did. We had a great night and we literally danced nonstop from the minute we went yeah. in. Like, like I felt like no one was looking at no, me. Yeah. Like it was no like judginess, nothing. You could mm-hmm. just kind of do whatever Be you free. wanted. Yeah. Is that really weird to say that? But it was like, you could, it was really freeing. You know the way you have girls in the nightclub stalking you. You're like, oh. Yeah, yeah or looking you like up that. and down. Yeah, yeah it wasn't like, anything like that. Like, you don't probably have humping that. walls and all, and no one even knows. <laughs> yeah. Like, the best thing about the George that I really, really love is the fact that I literally, on a day to day basis, every time I'm there, I see someone, and then just some random person will walk up to them and just be like, You're fucking stunning. I need to tell you that. Yeah. That's it. And just leave. I love and that. And it's like, you don't get that anywhere no. else. No. And God, it's, no. It's. It makes us like it makes me really cherish that like safe space in yeah, the community. That's it. Yeah. I love it. So getting into performing for drag, then obviously you went to that party, mm-hmm. you tried it out the first time. So did you well, think I didn't then, go to the party actually? Oh you didn't sorry, you didn't I go didn't, to the party. No, I stayed at home and just took photos. I was like <laughs> sobbing like black mascara running <laughs> down my face. That's so sad. It was great. I honestly. bet you they're all begging to be your friend now though. Yeah. 
I I mean, half of them have probably turned out to be raging homophobes. Exactly. Oh, no, I was going to oh. you were going to say homosexuals. I was going to say oh, probably, oh, probably the oh, other half. Oh, wait till we get into that, though. I was, okay, so I was horrifically bullied by this one guy, right? And then I heard, like, nothing from him. And so my best friend went to the same school as me, but she was, like, five years below me. So we didn't really interact when we were in school, but yeah. her sister is in the same year as this guy's sister. Okay. Turns out this guy's getting married to another guy and moving to London. And no. I was like, how did the one person that was a raging homophobe yeah. get married and move to a different country? And I am here begging for dick on the sidewalk. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Would never love to meet that person. Be like, so you were so mean yeah. to me. I caught a random message off of someone one time on Instagram and it was like, hey, lad. And I was like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> and like well, I didn't know who it was. And there was like, hey, lad, glad to see you're doing so well. And I just didn't respond to it. Turns out it was him messaging off of his husband's account because no. I had blocked his actual account. Wow. There you go. So you got a little sorry. I am gobsmacked. A little sorry. Yeah. People are so rude. They're so mean, aren't they? No. And do you like face that sort of stuff often? Like, do you get criticism for like being the way you are or doing drag? Or what do you think about that? Have you had to come in, in contact with that sort Apart of stuff? Apart from negativity? school, like after school, yeah. like. I mean, not that much. I feel like I was like, yeah, I'm quite outwardly queer and I'm quite queer positive. Um, I'm not the most like, you know, the way you see it. This is going to sound so judgy. You see those twinks going out to the George and they're wearing like their little crop tops yeah. and they're like tiny little like short twink. shorts. The twinks. What's a twink? <laughs> oh. I love all these names. I love I know we learned so. I'm like, so, teach me, teach me. The the twinks are like the little really, really, really skinny young gay boys. Okay. And then you've got the the twunks, which are like the ones that have a little bit of muscle. You got twunks. the Yeah. You got the jocks <laughs> who are like the big muscle heads. Okay. There's otters who are kinda like an otter. Yeah, kinda like a twink, but like hairy oh. then there's like the bears who are like the bigger guys usually quite hairy as well um what else is there there's the cubs which are like the like younger version of the bears there's so many oh different my like goodness. there's so much stuff like that yeah. you don't know about like the community and yeah. do girls get names too not that i know of i think it's That's so just strange. the lads i think it's just the like the lads are those that are male presenting wow that is mad Mm-hmm. The bears, the cubs. Sorry, I took you off. No, you're good. So twinks. I have ADHD. This, this is gonna. Yeah. We're gonna go on a million different tangents. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so you see them going out to the George, and they're wearing their like little short shorts, and they're like tiny little crop tops. I don't really dress like that. Okay. Like I am very much an oversized like hoodie and like skinny jeans and Converse. Like that's me on a day to day basis. Obviously now. You're in workwear. Yeah, workwear <laughs> where I have to dress hyper masculine and hate every minute of it. But um. I didn't really get a lot of criticism from that. I got a lot of, there, like, within the queer community, I feel like most of the criticism and most of the hate I got was from within the queer community. Okay. Because mm. everyone, this is, like, where Drag Race comes in. Everyone thinks that they're a drag queen just because they've put on a wig and terrible makeup. Yeah. And walked around the stage to, like, like I don't, I don't know. Tina what, Turner or something. Yeah. Rest in peace. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> the queen herself. But um, I think, like, when it comes down to it, like, I've had, like, with Twitch and things like that, like, I've had a lot of hate raids and had things like that. But the worst one that I've ever kind of really seen was um, at Dragfest, where there was, like, an actual protest outside of our, outside of, like, a big show. 
being like all drag queens and all trans people are groomers. Oh. And it's like respectfully, I would rather like like I'd rather a child come nowhere near me. Like, yeah. You know? Yeah. You're like, ew, children. Literally, I'm like, I just poke it with a stick until it leaves me alone. <laughs> Literally. Drag oh, Fest was only recently was though, wasn't it? Yeah, Drag Fest was really recently. Drag Fest was the twenty seventh of May, I think. Yeah. So like it was it was quite recent. And yeah. it was just like a huge like I say huge, there was like ten people there. Um protest luckily myself and Miza arrived a bit later so we didn't see the protest but like my friends who were there they were just like we're just going straight in and then one of them texted me like my best friend texted me and like she's 19 so I was like really really nervous and I was like if you leave that place you are not going by yourself yeah. you're bringing like a group of people with you yeah. in case something gets violent to you, yeah that's mad to even have to worry about that sort of stuff like in this day and age like yeah I'm shocked at that yeah. But nothing came from it though No nothing no. really came from it Like the guards were called The guards were notified So there was like Guard of presence all around So I Well mean, that was good though Yeah But other than that Negativity You haven't had anything like Directly at you Or anything like that Not really That's no. good Yeah not That's so good I've been called <laughs> No we're, we're not going into that story We're not going into that story That's a, that's That's for a later date <laughs> <laughs> So Like I was saying to you before you then go into like are you thinking right okay I'm gonna start doing drag now I'm gonna try out different wigs I'm gonna try different hairstyles makeup I'm then do you think I'm just gonna start performing how do you get into like the performing scene or like I'm not sure I like you go to drag shows the George you you, drag queens can do appearances and stuff too Mm -hmm. can't they so like how do you get into all of that sort of scene for me like it kind of depends where you wanted to go with your drag. Like mm-hmm. for me, I was like, I want to be a performer. I want people to look at me and scream. I mean, they do that normally, <laughs> yeah. but for other reasons. Stop that. Um, so I was like, okay, as soon as I'm able to perform, I'll be performing. Cause like I grew up like dancing. I grew up singing. I, mm-hmm. I can't okay, sing. Okay. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> really bad. Um, and I like, I grew up through musical theater and things like that. So I was able to. So you always had a passion for it. Then. Yeah. Yeah. Performing's always been a thing. Like I, yeah. like my number one thing in life is like, how can I entertain? Yeah. And so I, my first ever gig, I signed up for an all ages gig and it was in outhouse and I, I just did it and I was just there and it was so weird because it was like, I didn't think like, it's so weird when I was, when I, like when you perform, it's like, you don't think of anything. It just, it's like, and it's done, you know? Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, that, that, that's it. But do you think you get like, like, do some people obviously have it another name like Nikki Stones with it, yeah, or whatever? Do you get like a different persona? You're like, oh, well, that's her. Like she's wild, or she can do this. Like, where then when you're you, you're like, oh, I'm okay. Like, you know what I mean? A bit, yeah. Like for me, it's it was always an extension of myself. Like without Nikki, I wasn't able to find out truly who Johnny was. Um, so with that, I was able to obviously pull out more gender identity stuff and like pull out this level of confidence. Yeah, because it was that it's that thing of like you're wearing a mask. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was with just the amount of makeup say, you're like, wearing. Yeah. You're wearing you're wearing a mask, like so. It was super super easy to just be somebody else. Yeah, yeah. That's what I can imagine it being like. Like you know, if you get your makeup done and like put on a wig, and then you're like, oh, who out? Like you just get this sassiness straight yeah. away, mm-hmm. and then you're ready to take on the world. Yeah, and then you're able to just take that off and then be Johnny and be like, right, I'm off now, home exactly. to bed. That makes me want to put a wig on. Yeah, now I. I'll put a wig on you. I want to put a wig on. I would have bought a wig if you told me. I know. Imagine. (laughs) But it is. It's like. 
an escape. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. Is that the way you felt with it? Yeah. I always say I started drag to escape reality really? and then it became my reality. And are you happy with that? Yes. Hundred percent. I wouldn't change it for the world. Oh, that's so. so what has Nick? What's Nikki got that Johnny hasn't? Like, what are the differences in the both of them? She's actually attractive. Oh no, my God, no, don't, stop. don't you dare, don't I you, you dare. No, you're a cutie um, patootie. But like, I can't flirt with people for shit. But, but when like, you're Nikki, you can. When I'm Nikki, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm able. Like, the amount of Miz is gonna hate me for saying this. The amount of people that I have like successfully set my eyes on in the George and gone after and gotten when I'm in drag is way higher than when I'm out of drag. Really? Yeah. And it's just that burst of confidence you yeah. have. Yeah. It's like, I walk up and I'm like, you're pretty, let's make out. Like, no no questions asked. Yeah. And then it's like, yeah. <laughs> wow. Maybe I do fucking need a wig. Yeah, maybe you do. <laughs> you should do drag. You should totally do drag. Yeah. Oh my God, that'd be so fun. We put you in drag? Sure. Yeah. I'll, I'll put you in drag, sure. Let's do it. Oh my God. That would be unreal. We'll definitely do that. Imagine the pictures. Oh my God. Oh my God. That'd be so boring. <laughs> I'll do so drag bad. if I get fake boobs. I have fake boobs. I can put them on you. <laughs> yeah, listen, can we get into that a little bit? So we, I'd like to know. Yeah, no, seriously, is that okay? <laughs> oh, let's do it. Let's do it. The fake I boobs, the fake badge. I thought she was Natasha needs fake boobs. No. Oh my she God. She wears them no. every day. It's like that story that TK told us about the fellas that went on the date with the girl. Oh my God, yeah. And he told her to go and get fake boobs. Yeah. But no, seriously. So when you dress up, mm-hmm. obviously different drag queens have different styles. Mm-hmm. So your style, how would you describe it? I am very much just trying to be a K-pop idol. Yeah. I, would t- I was going to say kind of like, I don't know if this is the right, is it like anime sort of? Yeah, yeah. I have an influence yeah. definitely from Eastern culture. So like Japan, Korea. Yeah. That's very much the so like pastel color wigs, that sort mm-hmm. of stuff, which by the way, you rock when we've seen them. I was yeah. like, oh my God, stunning. Um, yeah, so different drag queens have different kind of aesthetic looks or whatever yeah. you call it. So like, let's be real. A lot of drag queens, well, majority of them, have do come with male genitalia. Mm-hmm. Where the fuck do you put it? Oh, okay. Anatomy lessons with Nikki Stones. There's a jingle and all. Yeah, um, so, <laughs> so first things first, right? You yeah. gotta like make sure it's all like clean oh, down yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then so the the balls go like like oh. up. Okay. In, back into the back into where they were before they dropped, you know, or like if they go, if it's like really cold outside. Okay. And then you kind of like pop a weird squat and just pull everything back. Oh. And then it's like you either secure it with tape, like underwear, someone's hand, if depending on what you're, you're feeling. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, and that's usually how it goes. And if you're in pain, you're doing it right. So is it say. like a little bit up your bum, kind of like slotted up there? Oh yeah, no, Not totally. Up the bum, but like in the little yeah. cushiony bit. On multiple occasions, you will find drag queens that have their the tips. That, oh my god, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> on multiple on like many occasions you'll find a drag queen with the tip of their dick touching their booty hole lovely oh. and that's why you gotta make sure it's clean you know yeah yeah yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah 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 and you don't need a white back to front that gets you pregnant you know you don't need that <laughs> imagine because i always thought about that because he's always looked like he's have a little puss puss mm-hmm. rather than a willy so i do always like where the hell did they put it yeah. especially there if you, you have go. a big one yeah 
sometimes the bigger ones are easier to get rid really? of. Yeah, they're bigger to slot in the bum cheeks. Oh, yeah. yeah. Tuck it in there. If it's too small, it doesn't really like... I love all the little sounds we're making. Yes. Does it? Yes. Yeah. First few times, yeah. I mean, at this point, I'm pretty sure I'm infertile with the amount of times <gasps> I've done it. Really? You're not supposed to stay tucked for more than like four hours a day. And you're only supposed to do like four days a week. Maximum. Really? But like... Uh, Pride is like a 13, 14 hour day of full drag, no peeing, just... Oh my God, yes, you can't pee! (laughs) Your mouth was like, oh my God. Yeah, no, you can't pee. I never thought about that unless you pee inside yourself. Well, the pee come out your arse. Maybe, yeah, some people might like that. I've pissed myself in drag before. (laughs) Have you? Yeah, so I was doing a gig, (laughs) I was doing a gig in Dundee and it was my first time doing it. In Dundee, like in Scotland? Yeah. Way. I've, I've been all over the world. Look at you and Mr. Mr. International. Mr. International. <laughs> Pitbull, Mr. International. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Worldwide. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, so I was in Dundee and I was about to go on. And I was obviously like, I had. All done. I was all done. I was all ready. I was just really nervous. And so I like had some water and I was drinking loads of water. And then I was like, oh, oh shit. shit, I'm about to go on. <laughs> <laughs> Next thing I know, I'm just like, Oh, I gotta go. Oh, I gotta go. And I just looked at it. Miss Peaches was hosting at the time, and I was like, Peaches, push me back. Push me back. And she's like, Huh? Like, staring at this, like, still wind machine going in her face, and you just see her on the microphone. Huh? And I'm like, Girl. And I just yelled, I'm not performing yet, and ran into the back. I couldn't get all. I couldn't get it all off That's in time. Her. I couldn't get it all off in time. Oh, no. Those tights and underwear and everything have been successfully binned. That was back in 2018, 2019. That was years ago. But ever since then, any like I pee like four times now out of safety before getting yeah, into drag. They're like no juice. Yeah, not a chance. At least not that kind of juice. Yeah, yeah, of course. Oh my God, I never thought about the no peeing thing. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's ways around it. Like maybe a catheter or something. Yeah, maybe. A she-wee. We can ask Amy to go she-wee. like that. Oh yeah. Do you know what I mean? Just You'd be pissing like out the back. back. If it's in the... Like this. <laughs> if you like me. That's what I imagine. Just a little water fountain. Yeah, out, out your bum. <laughs> That's what actually I imagined when you said peeing. I was like, oh, woo. <laughs> I don't know why my brain just went to a pee roller coaster there. Yeah, for like yeah. that's what I'm talking about. Poo. Oh my God, that's mad. Hilarious. And then, so your fake boobs and everything then. Mm-hmm. Some people opt for them. Some people opt for them. I personally don't. Yeah. Uh, it took me forever to even opt for fake hips. What? what, are, what fake, fake hips. Yeah, fake hips. What's we our... like pat our hips and all to give them like to push them no. out more. Yeah. For like, so I started padding yeah, in like December padding. of two thousand. So what do you? How do you pad? Uh, couch cushions. What? what? Yeah. Surely they're too big. No, well, you, you get put couch them cushions around you... your hips. Well, you you have to like cut them okay into like the kind of usually it's shape. like the into shape the of shape. africa oh yeah That's the way oh we yeah, say. yeah usually That's the shape idea. of africa and then um you kind of just slot them under like tights and you put you have a lot of tights on and then you're just ready to go wow but it took me until like december of last year to start padding and i've been doing drag like this is my n- in october it'll be nine years of drag so wow, wow. and you're only 24 mm-hmm. started as 15 Wow, that's such a long time. And then the other thing that we seen as well at Christmas is it was wasn't a Coco that you done it with? Was that the name? Yeah, Coco. Yeah. So she had a corset on. Mm-hmm. 
she puts her corsets oh, on yeah. super tight. Oh my god. I was looking going, how can she, she breathe? Ha- she doesn't have ribs. I'm oh, convinced yeah. Coco does not have ribs. Like she's tiny. Tiny. That must be so <laughs> sore. Like when you're doing that, like does your mind not be like, I have my willy tucked up my bum. I have couch cushions on my hips and I'm <laughs> strapped so tight into this corset that I might never breathe properly again. No. Or are they just like, yeah, let's have a great time. Why do you think all drag queens drink a lot? Oh, yeah. oh, we try yeah. and forget that. I mean, I don't drink and then I'm the, I'm the one that's consistently reminding myself, oh, I'm doing this for a living. I suppose they do say beauty is pain though, don't they? Yeah, true. Oh, totally. Yeah. And I, I mean, I, now I can, now I can sympathize with, with y'all with heels. Ooh. Oh yeah. Oh, the pain. It's the worst. What size heel are you? I'm an eight. Oh. Oh, so you, yeah, so you're okay then. Yeah. You don't have to get kind of, you can go to I pennies. always think that yeah. about like, um, drag queens if they have bigger feet where, like where the hell do they get the oh, shoes yeah. from oh, there's like so many places usually like people pole. probably make them and stuff as well as well, in like like nowadays yeah, yeah like yeah. I mean if you go to a drag show you're gonna hear about pleasers right like pole dance shoes they go up to like size 13, 14 oh really oh, okay. yeah so you can get them like any size wow so how long does it take you to get into drag let's talk through like a typical mm. routine so do you use, do you do new routines for everything? Do you have the same kind of crowd pleasers that you use? Do you still dance it all fired up? I haven't done that in years, but I might do it again. Bring that back. Bring we'll it see. back. I feel like when we were at the drag show thing, I remember the Saturdays was on. There was a Saturday song, but I don't think it was that oh, one. Oh, no. Yeah. So It might like, have been higher. Oh, was, I, yeah. I've done higher yeah. recently. So I was yeah. like, I feel like the Saturdays were definitely at that. Yeah, definitely. I don't think they were at it. No. <laughs> Just Una Healy walks in the door and is like, I see Hello. Rochelle here. <laughs> girls in the back. <laughs> it's like, I didn't know we were going to see the Saturdays. <laughs> I wish you could go see the Saturdays. They're great. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you if you want to see the Saturdays, you can see Una. She's going to be at Davina and Victoria's Pride Party. Oh, really? Oh, she, yeah. yeah. Very yeah. good. Yeah, she's going to be there. So um, I'm definitely going to get my tickets for that. Yeah, that'll be good. And I'm totally not being paid to say that actually <laughs> so do you, you tan i don't tan oh no nice i i i that's, I, easy. that's, that's gone okay it's like for a lot of drag queens they're like tanning shaving like everything like they'll shave their arms their legs the oh, whole yeah. shebang i'm like nope nope i'm i'm an idiot in a wig like i'm sorry the best you're gonna get is maybe like a little bit of stubble like yeah. you're yeah. gonna get that um obviously like i'll shave my face i've shaved my eyebrows off so it takes a lot of time off my drag for me and then I'll just do my makeup and it'll be like 40 minutes. Wow, so that's not that long actually. Yeah, no, it's really quick. And do you have like different, do you have like a not standard makeup or heavier? It's just the same stuff. It's like, the same, yeah. Yeah, I use, I use like everyone else. I use uh, Makeup Revolution um, foundation. The only thing that I would really use that's really different would be uh, Krylon Clown White for my highlight. But like I use Dior concealer for, yeah, for yeah. my like contour. My eyeshadow is like So Sue um, and uh, Cash Beauty. And then I like everything else, just like Maybelline. Okay, yeah. Love that. And then your wigs. Mm-hmm. How many wigs do you think you have? Don't even ask me that question. Really? Uh, too many. What's your favorite color wig? Ooh, okay. Um, I'm going to be basic. I really love my, my black one. Okay. I have oh, a long, yeah. straight black human hair. That was actually surprisingly kind of cheap. It was only about 350. 350? Yeah. Wow. 
for a human hair like for a human you yeah. could be spending up to like two grand yeah no it's really good but i'm like if it costs them 350 for one wig and you don't know how many wigs you have like that's an awful lot of money yeah but like synthetic is also you can get them for like 30 oh okay yeah um but i mean listen if i want to look fake i'm gonna look very fake with like a fake like human hair and all yeah so i would say that one and it's just and do you have to glue them on and stuff mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah because they'd be whipping those yeah oh yeah oh yeah so yeah. they have like a little mesh insert sort of on the top do they yeah so there's like lace okay. on them and they're like the lace, hair is sorry. kind of like tied each each strand of hair is tied into the lace individually okay. And then you cut the lace to like where you want it to go. And then you'd like stick it down either okay. using like spirit gum or if you're like me and you hate yourself, you use ghost bond, which is like, you know, the black girl wig glue. Yeah. yeah. That. Oh. And that does not go. Oh, that really? does not go anywhere. And the Mrs. out here using nail glue. Oh, oh, yeah. And then you blend your makeup over that then. Is that right? You don't even need to. Oh, really? All the time you don't even need to. You can't see it? Not really. Amazing. And does it, like does that take it long to come off? Like does the hair taking that yeah. off? Oh, <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, those little hairs. Imagine yeah, right all the baby mind. hair is gone. I've like my hairline is, my hairline is. I'm gonna have a receding hairline by the time I'm thirty at this point. Really? Ah uh, no, your hairline's great at the minute. Oh, yeah, another one. Tell me another one. Keep going. But like, I'm imagining, you know, even when you have nipple covers on on a night out and you try and peel. Oh, wow. Oh, oh yeah, it's kind of like that. Yeah, oh. that's what I'm saying. Imagine put like proper glue. Mm-hmm. That'd be very sore. Very sore. So you mentioned Twitch. Yeah. I only ever came across Twitch once in my life. And I was in the Guinness storehouse and there was this girl and she had a big, she was on her own and she had like a camera on her like back or something Mm -hmm. and like a little thing. And we were like, what is that? We were looking at it and then I was like, sorry, what is that? And she was like, I'm on Twitch. And I was like, I've never heard of Twitch. Yeah. And she was just like on her own, but she was like, I'm here with loads of people. And I'm like, where are all the people? And she had them like, she was like, they're here, like in my camera. And I was like, what? I think I heard on a podcast ones of like people that were like gaming together. Yeah, it's, it's, so Twitch is a live streaming platform. Um, It was originally created for gaming, but like (laughs) the idiots took over. (laughs) exhibit a and we started just kind of doing everything and it really blew up during covid like to the point that the average viewership on twitch uh maybe i think quadrupled in like the month of june 2020 so it's like youtube if youtube was live streaming basically yeah okay basically um and you could do anything you wanted on it like you could obviously like with some exceptions yeah um but you could like make music you could do karaoke dj streams you could play games you could do game shows you could like do makeup body art the whole thing and i started that in like 2020 and now i'm the uk and ireland's only twitch partner so or drag twitch partner not twitch partner there's there's many twitch partners from the uk and ireland before me but i'm the only drag twitch partner wow so what are we doing on it then um kind of anything and getting ready for drag sometimes yeah yeah. i used to do a lot of get ready with me streams and they were real fun because i just like do my makeup and talk shite i did tarot streams for a while (laughs) (laughs) don't even the tarot stuff was that was interesting because i would like i'd read people to filth and not even know them they'd like come in for the first time and i'm like so you're dealing with undiagnosed trauma about your dog and it's like Maybe I shouldn't be doing this. Yeah. <laughs> I shouldn't be exposing this to like the people, people are like crying, crying yeah. bawling, crying. Yeah. The dog's okay. <laughs> and it's like maybe I shouldn't be saying this in front of however many viewers I have right now. Um, but yeah, so I did like get ready with me. I play a lot of like Train Simulator. 
It's really stupid. What's, What's a train simulator? Like driving a video game train. Oh, see, people are into different stuff. Yeah, no. It's really weird. It's really relaxing, but it's really weird. Like for a while, I was the train driver of Twitch, like the drag train driver of Twitch. Really? And do you get many views on it? Like, it kind of depends. I used to. I used to hit like 70s, 70 viewers average. Granted, like that's nothing in the grand scheme of, of Twitch. But um, I think the highest viewership I ever had was at TwitchCon. TwitchCon Amsterdam 2022. Myself and six other, no, seven other drag performers got flown out to Amsterdam to do a drag show at TwitchCon, which is like this huge, massive convention, two days long. Like we got paid like bank for it. Um, 60,000 people were watching our show. Wow. So do you get paid for doing that like on a day-to-day? Like these or is days? it like TikTok where people yeah. can send you money? It's like TikTok, yeah. Gifts. Yeah, yeah you kind of get like subscriptions and gifts like that. Yeah. Think of OnlyFans except safe for work. And do you, wow. like it's obviously something like that we're not familiar with. Do you think, is it like past that and you should be moving on to TikTok or something or... I feel like, like is there still a big community with it? There was during COVID. I mean, now because everyone's kind of like reopened and everything's reopened, and everyone's going back to like work and stuff. People aren't on it as yeah, much. Yeah. But you, the whole thing that we were always told was like, if you're making content on Twitch, put that content elsewhere, put it on TikTok, yeah. put it on YouTube, put it on because Instagram. Because you have so many now as well that do lives as well. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But like, no, not even necessarily doing lives and stuff, just get clips of things and put, and them, put them up them on up. social media. Like yeah. I... I went viral on TikTok once. I had 3.5 million views on a TikTok of just wow. me playing a video game. And that was like, that was start of 2022. Yeah, January 2022. I just like, next thing I know, my next stream is like an average of 100 people. And I was like, why are all these many children watching? What? Why? Words are hard. Whose birthdays are it? <laughs> why are this many children watching me right now? And oh my God, people were coming in being like, I'm 11. I don't know what Twitch is, but I downloaded it just for you. And I'm like, get off of this. I'm talking about sucking dick. Go away. Oh my God. Wow. <gasps> there you go. Mm-hmm. It was, Twitch Twitch itself is just chaos. And it's it's so good. Like even this year, I got invited to be part of Twitch Pride. So um, I uh, like I'm, I was on the front page for Pride Month. I like did loads and loads of things, feature creator, put in emails and like all of like blog posts and everything with my face all over them. And I was like, ooh, Amazing. I like this. Yeah. Give me more. <laughs> <laughs> and how did you come up with the name Nikki Stones? It's honestly so stupid. It's honestly so stupid. I love strong, powerful women. And yeah. obviously this was way before Nikki Tutorials came out as trans, but I chose the name Nikki because of her and I learned how to do makeup from her and she was just such a strong, powerful woman in my eyes. And then Stones literally comes from my hometown of Greystones. Oh, wow. Deadly. Mm-hmm. It's such a powerful name as well, doesn't it? I, I thought you were going to tell me, like, you take the first month of whatever, you know, the way you, oh, yeah, you ever see that. I'm like, <laughs> oh, I want to yeah. know what my drag name would be. <laughs> Wait, we should come up with a drag name for you. Let's all have drag names. Yeah, I want we one, all need drag names. I don't know what they're going to be, though. Let's think about it in a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I will take a step back, step back for a minute because. We do want to get to know you as well, yourself, and I'm not so just sorry. Nikki. No, I'm don't sorry. be sorry. So you had been diagnosed with a couple of different things mm-hmm. in your lifetime. So why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. So growing up, uh, when I was eight, I was diagnosed with autism spectrum disorder. Um, and then 15, diagnosed ADHD. Um 
16 generalized depression um and then 18 19 was borderline personality disorder so there is a lot of a lot of emotional turmoil going on in there that i just kind of i let it, it you know it kind of like keeps ticking around like a diesel engine and someday yeah. it's just gonna like floor it and how do you deal like was there obstacles you had to face with the, those diagnoses or mm-hmm. medication like how do you balance kind of your life with them I, that's the part where I kind of I don't really know where like how I got to this point okay. if that makes sense like I always like to say drag saved my life because like without like drag was that healthy expression for me it was that push of like any emotion that was built up I purged out through like performances through like anything that I did um ADHD I mean at this point I've just learned to live with it, you know? Yeah. Like yeah. like buzzing around like a happy little turtle at all moments. <laughs> it's great. But um, in terms of like the autism, I mean, even on a day-to-day basis, I still, I still struggle with like social cues. I still struggle with the way people talk to me and the way I interact with other people. And that does come up quite a bit within the drag scene because everyone's very, very like, we joke with each other a yeah. lot. And like someone can say a joke that like, Someone could say something absolutely horrible, but it will be a joke. But I'll be sitting there being like, they hate me. Yeah. They hate me. They want me dead. Like, and I'll like go into the back room in the George and like cry or Think something. Think about it and yeah, yeah, go over it. It's That's where like Mizza comes in because Mizza, Mizza and I are actually really close. We got really, we got really close quite, like quite quickly. Um, But she will say something to me and then at the end of the night, just pull me aside and just go, don't fucking overthink it, Nikki. And I'm like, Wrong person, wrong person to say that to. <laughs> You're like, I already did 20 yeah. times already. <laughs> literally, literally. But um, like I've I've been through my fair share of medication. I've been on like sertraline. I've been on Lexapro. I've been on like all of that kind of stuff. But at the end of the day, it was just like, I kind of just gave up on all that. And I was like, you know what? I'm here for a reason. Yeah. And if I was meant to be dead... I would have completed that reason. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So you've learned to kind of live with it and mm-hmm. deal with it. And that's really good. And balance your life that your life doesn't revolve around that it's, part of yeah. you. Yeah. That you're able to. Yeah. You and you know, you're probably it. learning new things every day on how to cope with it. Like, you know what I mean? Definitely. Like for you to say that today, like if I don't get a joke and I kind of take it to heart or like at least you're acknowledging that and be like, oh, why am I overthinking that? Just stop. Like I always say when I, I overthink a lot and I'm like, why am I letting my head win? Why am I letting my head win? I'm like, stop right now. Don't you dare. You are not winning today. And then just change it. And that's it. Like, and if you know that that's, you're at a great point already. You know what I mean? You can be like, no, I'm not going to overthink that. That was gas. Grand. Let's move on. Yeah. So it's something that you cope with every day that you're learning and you're learning how to cope with it, which is, you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. It's amazing. And yeah. first, you're so young as well. So like to that's be at that it. point where you're like, they don't define me. No. They're a part of me, but it's not who I am. And it's so learning good. The, the coping tools that you need that's not like I don't know if you've ever been to counselling but I've been to counselling spent way too much money on counselling I know I already owe my therapist like $500 I'm like sorry love I'll get it to you next week when I'm paid but that's it like you go to so many counsellors and they're like nodding dogs and they just sit there and then what how did you feel where I went to this girl and she actually gave me tools to cope with and ever since then I've always had them and it's 
like I'm 30, I'm going to be 34 now this year. And I still use those tools to like keep going. So as I say, you're only 24. You just keep getting those tools and learning to live with what you have and be able to cope better with them. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing I wanted to ask you about was you um, mentioned a little while ago that you identify as non-binary. Yeah. So how did you figure that out or what made you think that way? Um, forgive me Ooh. if I say anything that is uneducated around this just You're that good. I don't know yeah no we ha- we're we not around it no like, yeah. and I I don't know anyone who is that I have absolutely no judgment everyone is who they want to be but I just mean if I say anything wrong I don't mean it I'm mm-hmm. uneducated around it so I want you to educate me. yeah can yeah. you explain what non-binary yes. is maybe for people who don't know what it is yes gender identity with Nikki uh, <laughs> I feel like we should just get like a jingle one yeah, at this jingle. point um, next jingle <laughs> so non-binary refers to a gender identity that does not sit with either male or female it either sits somewhere in the middle or somewhere outside of it so that does encompass things like agender where there's no gender identity um polygender where there's multiple um gender fluidity which is going like back and forth there's like so many different like sub genders yeah that that's a buzzword for the day subgenders um <laughs> but it all kind of un, goes underneath the trans umbrella of just like not feeling like the gender you were assigned at, okay. at birth so for me i kind of was like the big thing for me i was i remember i always remember before i started drag i was like staring at heels and i was like crying i was like why can't i wear them why can't i look at that why can't why why not me and then um as like things kind of went on, I started feeling like you you hear a lot about dysphoria within the trans community okay. and everyone's dysphoria feels super, super different. But for me, dysphoria feels like a level of overstimulation that even when you're, but the overstimulation is still there when there's nothing stimulating you. So like I'm able to, I wasn't able to distinguish between whether or not I was overstimulated by lights and sounds in a club, or if I was just feeling so uncomfortable with myself and the way that I was presenting and the way that I was identifying to the point that I kind of started playing around. I changed, like I stopped using he, him pronouns. I started using she pronouns and I was like, nope, that's mm -mm, mm -mm, too far. And then I settled on they, and I was like, this feels right. This feels okay. This feels like it's where I'm supposed to be. Um, and even like now to this day, there's still moments where I'm like, is there anything I need to do to like make myself feel a little bit better? And I kind of try it. And even things like, like I like wearing makeup for me, even like shaving off my eyebrows, that was a huge step, like not only for drag, but just for my identity where I just felt like, oh, now you can be seen as like, cause my eyebrows masculinized me. I looked like a dude with them. And I was like, oh, oh. Like, what am I? Like, I, I'm not going to go up and be like, starry love. Like, <laughs> that's not me. That's not me. That's not, like, if everyone could see the limp wrist right now, <laughs> that's not me. Um, And so when I shaved them off, I was like, this feels right. This, this feels good. And it was just things like that. Just, I kind of went on a tangent there. I'm sorry. No, no go ahead. At all. So, like, do you feel, again... I'm being ignorant now, just so you know, because I'm not aware. <laughs> but like, if someone were to refer to you as a he, would you be offended by that? Or would you correct them? Or how, like, do you kind of just 
push past it and be like the people that are actually my friends and know me will understand me it's very much the the latter yeah like as like within work obviously i'm dressed hyper masculine i'm talking to people hyper masculine um like i don't i don't correct customers yeah i have my little badge that says they them um oh you do that's mm-hmm. so good excuse me uh yeah so i have my little badge that says they them i like i like my manager and like all of my like colleagues all know that i'm are they them anyone who doesn't anyone who like just there's been like one or two people who have been like he 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 he. Um, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> the ADHD brains kicked in full force. I'm like, I had a monster earlier. I'm buzzing. I'm ready. Um, but and then I've just kind of like been like, you know what? I'm not even gonna entertain this. I'm just not even gonna try and talk to you anymore. Like, I've corrected you. You fucked up, bad bitch. Yeah, because some people don't want to understand. That's what I feel sometimes. What can be in or frustrating? I was gonna say infuriating, but frustrating is probably a better word. That like sometimes you're like. I'll explain. I feel like if I were non-binary, I feel like I would be like, I would be willing to tell tell anybody anything and I will explain whatever you like. But if you're going to shut me down or not be open to it, then I'm not going to waste my breath. 100%. It's very that. Like you'll, like that's my attitude. Yeah. There's other people that are like, oh no, you, like it's not my job to to educate you. But I'm, I'm sitting there like, well, if it's not, your job then who's whose is job it? Is yeah. It? yeah because how are they gonna learn yeah. how are they gonna know like and understand if there was something wrong with me as you said i'd be the first to be like hold on let me just explain it and then we'll like go forward mm-hmm. where if you're like oh it's not my story to tell it is though because that's how we're all gonna learn and how everyone's perceptive of what this is all about change yeah if we all like just shoo them away then they're gonna be like well i have no interest then in in learning about trans or learning about it because you're just shooing me away exactly Where if you're like okay well look can i just explain what it means to me and they were like yeah do you know what this person has time for me yeah i i'm gonna i'm gonna say a very controversial statement like i wish there was a buzzer push to be like controversial statement time <laughs> i believe that if there was more education and more honest knowledge about non-binary gender identities the way more people would identify as non-binary really I fully believe that. That's mad. Yeah. Because when you do think about it, like... It, think about it this way as well. In terms of sexualities, remember when all of the education started coming out about bisexuality, yeah. about pansexuality, and all of these other sexualities that uh, weren't just gay or straight. Yeah. More people were able to really, like, be in tune with their sexualities and felt more comfortable coming out as these other sexualities. Yeah. I believe that it's the same with gender identity. It just yeah. hasn't got that far yet. Yeah. Yeah. But like, look at us, like I'm going to be 31 this year. Tash is going to be 34. And I'm sitting here asking a 24 year old to explain to me what this yeah. is because we don't know. When we were going through school, yes, there was gay, straight, bisexual. bisexual. Yeah. That's what That's it was. It. It's just a whole new And that wasn't ignorance. No, it wasn't God, not no. wanting to learn. We have loads of gay friends from all different walks of life and... I have absolutely no homophobia towards anybody. Is that what you say? Would you call it homophobia? I don't know, but usually that's the point where someone goes, but I hate gay people. Not at all. <laughs> um, that's what I'm trying to say is even at that with all of the friends around me, yeah. they just are what they are. And we just, we still haven't learned. Yeah. Like you're like pansexual. I'm like, what's that? I know. Do you know what I mean? Like, and it's not for not even wanting to Even with the umbrella, learn. you said, you said you're non-binary and then you said poly. 
there's like polygender, there's gender fluid, agender, I have demi no boy, demi girl. I have heard yeah. of non-binary and yeah, but yeah, actually I haven't heard the others. And so then yeah, it, it is just about. Educating. And then my mind's blown then because then I'm then I'm like, do am I being weird when you're non-binary? That's you as a person identifying yourself as not mm-hmm. being either he or she. Is that correct? Am yeah. saying that? Yeah. Okay. So then as a non-binary person, like when you're talking about your sexuality towards who you fancy. <laughs> Don't even get me started because I've had so, I have been. Do you know in, what I mean? Oh, I've yeah, been in I such a so mental. So, like, are you, I actually didn't even think of that. I was in such a mental conflict about that for so long. Yeah. Because like, if you're a they, do you fancy them? Or do you fancy her or him? him? Yeah. Or what so way is it like? It's weird. Okay. So for sim- simplicity's sake, yeah. I say I'm gay. Okay. Because I'm like, listen, I'm gay. I also hate gay people. Like we're, we're a plague. We're evil. We're, <laughs> we don't, I, I, I'm the prime example of why homophobia exists. Um, <laughs> I love that. Uh, no. I think our friend has said that too. Like he's gay and he's like, but I hate gay people. Yeah, no, it's just a general <laughs> consensus. All gay people hate each other. <laughs> we just hate each other. We None of us want to be in any form of relationships. We just want to hate fuck. <laughs> you can use Let's that, but don't honest. quote me on it. Don't quote me on it because that's totally not true in my case. But um, in terms of if we're going down like exact labeling, I am bisexual because I'm attracted to non-binary people and men. I don't okay. like men, but I'm attracted to them. Okay. But a girl too, if she's non-binary, is that what you're saying? She technically wouldn't be a she, but you know where yeah, we're yeah, coming yeah. from. So though. someone assigned That's female I... at birth that would be non-binary. So if, if I was yeah, non-binary, could you could be attracted to I me because be, yeah. I'm non-binary. Yeah. But if it's a, if she's a she, mm-hmm. you're not attracted to her. Yeah. Basically, yeah. Oh, bitch! I'm pretty. Why don't you? You're see stunning. Me? <laughs> Platonically, Wait a you're like, yes. Hang on, why can't you fancy okay. me? Okay. <laughs> I platonically fancy you. Oh, yeah. I platonically Sorry, this is going, going really you. deep. So like if we're in a club um, and you come up to <laughs> me, I love, we love the word club. <laughs> we do clubs. Club, we don't go to another club. club. Um, if you come up to me, how do you suss out if I'm non-binary or not? If you're like she's good. Oh, that's a good question. Oh, that girl is that girl's good looking, know. right? Now I'm gonna find out if she's non-binary or not. So how do you do it? I honestly don't know. I kind of just like will suss it out most of the time. I feel a vibe. Yeah. Mm. It's like gaydar. Oh almost. Yeah. yeah. Like it's it's a very, very hard thing to kind of say. Cause like sometimes I'll be like, oh yeah, no, like you can tell. Okay. Other times you're like, I can't really tell. I, if I'm into you, like then I'm kind of into you, but like I don't know. I feel like sexuality is constantly changing and yeah. moving. At the moment, I I am attracted to men and non-binary people. Who knows? In the future, I may be attracted to women. I, I don't know, but what I do know is I need to burp, so I'm sorry. That's okay. Uh, <laughs> we can cut that. We out. can cut that. You out. can leave that in if you want. <laughs> You're like, I hate men. <laughs> Man burp. It's like, I don't know why I'm single. Does that. <laughs> oh, stop. You're talking to me. I do that all the time. 
So but that's where my I think my confusion comes from sometimes. Yeah, of course. I'm, and then I'm afraid of offending people. To say it, yeah. By saying that. Do you know what I mean? So that's why I like to find out the answers to this sort of yeah. stuff. To be like, okay, no, I get I get the non-binary. I get the non-binary. But then if you're non-binary, how do you know who you're attracted to? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That That's always like kind of sticks in my head. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But I feel like if you met a girl or a man or a non-binary and you fall in love with them, then it's, it is what it is also. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And he holds a goal. Yeah. <laughs> Tasha's face. I had to take she a, she like, a screenshot. Do you ever know some people take a screenshot with yeah. their own head? She was like, I was like, do we have a hole? Yes, we do. Everyone's got a hole yeah. somewhere. Yeah. Okay. Even I know this is gonna sound really stupid as well, so forgive my ignorance. But do you watch Selling Sunset? No. Okay, so there's this program on um Netflix called Selling Sunset, and it's obviously about selling houses in near in Hollywood like near the Sunset Strip but there's a girl in it and her name's Chriselle and Chriselle has been for the majority of her life straight so she's been married to a man in multiple relationships with a man whatever and her last relationship broke down a couple of years ago and she met um, a singer called G Flip don't know if you've ever heard of them she's they're Australian Australia yeah but G is non-binary. That's why I'm like, I want to say she because no. she looks like a girl to me, yeah. but it's not. They are non-binary. Mm-hmm. So then everyone in her, it was kind of a good um, dynamic to see because you saw everyone in her workplace knowing her as being a straight woman with a man for all of the all time they've life, known yeah. her. And then they're like, wait, are you a lesbian? Yeah. Yeah. And, and then she was like, like no. no. That kind of came up as well in... Um, kind of on like the other side of things with uh i don't know if you watched sex education yeah oh yeah yeah you yeah. remember in like season three um there was the the guy who was the swimmer guy and he fell in love with the yes. non-binary person yes but it kind of put that other perspective uh, the other thing into perspective where the non-binary person was being forced to adhere to female um beauty standards and female kind of rules and things yeah. like that and that kind of put and they were really really adamant like no if, if this is going this is a queer relationship yeah yeah that's what it's just it was good to kind of see the dynamic because that's where because they were like okay and then they had to be like well like what do we call her like as in what sorry what do we call them and she's just like g her Mm -hmm. name their name name is g G. see i'm doing it all the time now Mm -hmm. but i'm so conscious of it then of being like i don't want to offend somebody else yeah do you get me yeah because if someone was referring to me all the time as he i'd be like excuse me yeah, you know I mean? if I get been like and him over there. Yeah, I'm sorry. Like, hello, I'm a girl. Yeah, yeah. I'm the same. You like, yeah. I know it's hard. It, that's the only thing for me is sometimes like. Yeah, that's, that's it. You have to explain like that. You wouldn't call me a he, so yeah. So how other would you know pronouns exactly if someone was yeah non-binary? Yeah. Well, no, it's it's such a broad subject, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, I feel like you could literally get like a full like season of of like anything just talking about not like imagine like a full like four piece documentary just on like trans identities yeah, yeah. I think they will definitely, definitely. Yeah. and I think it would be well worth it because like you say there's so many once you're talking about something and I'm like okay I'm getting it yeah, yeah getting it. like now mm-hmm. I feel and like and then you bring something else up and I'm like what uh, <laughs> like we've, I, I feel like we've only it. learned about non-binary yeah, like, like there's the so iceberg. many under the umbrella yeah it's, that's what I'm saying when, when, wait till I tell you there's like trans and then under trans there's binary and non-binary and then under non-binary then there's all the other subgenders, including there's like agenders and polygenders and well you know what for some of the biggest drag queens that you hang around with in our country and that you are also one of them 
Maybe yeah. that might be an idea for you. Yeah, for you to do it. Exactly. Why don't you do a little we like putting drag ideas documentary but talking about sexualities and gender identity? And how cool would I that be? I don't think anyone wants to see any of us be in a room together. We'd all just end up screaming at each other. No, you I'd wouldn't. love to see that. <laughs> Trust the, the backstage gossip we have. Oh, God, I can The really? stuff that goes on backstage. Oh, I love that. I just sit in the corner. Yeah. I, popcorn. I'm going to be real. I'm the, the other day, I was doing a show right it was on a tuesday and one of the other queens came up to me and was like nikki i've seen your dick just out of the blue and i was like how and she was like yeah no like when you were like 18 and i was like this is not helping your case at all like don't i don't what and she just goes yeah congrats and just walks off and i was like that is so random you, you just Does someone want to like just slam my head in a car door right now <laughs> That's so random. Yeah, I'd love to see all the gossip though going on. I thought you were about to say I'd love to see all the dicks. And I, I just I went... Mean, We'd love to see your dicks. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say no. <laughs> oh, well, that's mad. Though, I think we're we're pretty much done, are we? No. What else do you want, what else do you want to bring We didn't up? ask for Matt about Pride. Oh my God, sorry. <laughs> I missed half that. You were sorry. asleep there first. Sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> we, got, we went way too deep into we the Sorry, though, I do want to, I asked earlier on, just quickly before we wrap all that up and then go into Pride. Yeah. What are the differences between Johnny and Nikki? Yes. Nikki's an idiot on the internet. Johnny's an idiot in real life. Basically oh. that. Oh, fair enough. That was a quick synopsis. Yeah. Yeah. Nikki is who I push more so on the internet and then kind of like in real life when I'm performing, obviously Nikki comes out, but then like when I'm just chatting to people, it's more Johnny anyways, so... Okay. Yeah. Um, Pride is on at the end of the month and you recently had Dragfest. How long has Dragfest been going on for? Dragfest, this was its second year. Right? Yeah, it's only recent enough, isn't it? Yeah. And can you tell us a bit about Dragfest first? Um, so Dragfest was phenomenal. It was amazing. We had um, performers from all over Ireland and Northern Ireland and we had like Rue Girls come in. It was organized by Club Kids and DFIU events. Um, second year in a row, so we had like... Who do we have? We had like Cheddar Gorgeous. We had um, Bag of Chips, Raja O'Hara, Trinity K. Bonet, Jan, Jasmine Kennedy. These are all on RuPaul. These were all drag, on like Drag yeah. Race, Drag Race girlies. Um, Charitza May was there and she was so funny and so nice as well. Um, and then we just had like all of the like like a bunch of bunch of us kind of came back again. And yeah, we it was like it was huge. It was the National Stadium. We had like wow. It's the only place I've ever been that's had like proper like backdrop visuals that I could actually perform at. Oh, wow. So I'm there like full on editing my videos at like four in the morning trying to get it in on the day. And then get, it's it was just so cool. Amazing. So cool. That sounds like so much so fun. So this will be a yearly thing now. Yeah, Brilliant. hopefully, hopefully. Yeah. Um, yeah. I know that like Club Kids and DFIU, they really, they pushed this drag fest because it started out in London and Manchester. And then they went to um, Ibiza and then there's like, they've got some in the Netherlands, uh, obviously Ireland. Then there's going to be, as far as I know, there was in Italy as well. Amazing. So they're yeah. all over the place. Wow. And you think you'll get to go to any of them? I'd love to. Hi, uh, Club Kids DFAU, hire me. <laughs> I promise I will be cheap. Just let me, let me do it. Excellent. Yeah, that would be amazing. <laughs> And then obviously Dublin Pride. Tell us what is on your agenda for Dublin Pride. For me, Dublin Pride this year is actually quite quiet. Um, I am... Um, what am I doing? On Pride Week, uh, Monday night in the George, we obviously 
uh, win, lose, or drag, our big pride special, which is going to be phenomenal. On Tuesday, I have Bender in Wigwam. So that is hosted Lovely. by the House of Grimm. Um, I'm going to be DJing, performing, and doing light and sound there. Then on Friday, I'm going to hopefully not die before <laughs> Pride. Um, Saturday is Pride Day, so I've got um, the float, uh, hopefully. Fingers crossed. So whose float will you be on? Hopefully the George. The George, yeah. Hopefully with the George this year, because this is this will be my first year with my, um, like, as a regular performer there. Oh, amazing. So, um, uh, well, either way, I'll be at the parade. So yeah. the parade, and then I have a brunch down in Lighthouse in Dunlary, uh, along with Daphne with a D and a bunch of other members of House of Grimm. So then, um, then Sunday, I will just be trying to not be a shell of a human. Lovely. That so, sounds so busy. I looked it up obviously yesterday or the day before. 40 years they've been doing Dublin Pride, which I was kind of shocked by because yeah. I never only heard of it only recently. So mm-hmm. I was like really delighted that this has been going on for so long. Like what does Dublin Pride and how big it's after getting mean to you? So I feel I'm, I kind of come from it from a weird perspective because I'm still quite new to Pride. Okay. My first Pride was 2017. Yeah. Like I was just 18. I was just out of school. I did the parade and I remember like the old pride route in 2017 and 2018 was phenomenal. They like walked down from Stevens Green towards Smithfield and they had the big pride main stage at Smithfield. And I loved that. I thought it was fabulous. Both of those years I was on a float. Um, I like I walked with Marry Me Ireland and I walked with Facebook and they were just so cool. The next year was 2019 Facebook again and they changed the route and that like they didn't have any floats but even just seeing just every year it just felt like even though the route had changed and even though like the main stage had changed there was just so many more people coming and supporting the like it just felt I I don't often feel like I belong in Dublin sometimes yeah like that's not like the queer community belong in Dublin it's like me personally I don't belong in the city yeah um but it was that it was like the, that kind of time that I felt, yeah, no, like you're meant to be here. People want you here. Yeah. People are fighting for you to be here. Absolutely. And it wasn't just for me. It was like they're fighting for everyone to mm. be here. Although this year, um, I have to get a little bit, a little bit serious about this. Like this year with all of the most recent legislations that have been passed within the United States, um, criminalizing drag performances and... Um, targeting trans people like this year I really want to hammer home the point that for me pride is not a yay we're proud of who we are but it's a please stop killing us please stop hurting us please please stop treating us like we're less because we're just trying to exist you're just human like everybody else sorry to bring that on such a downer (laughs) it wasn't a downer it was so deep though that really hit home with me it's mental to think in this yeah. day and age what is still like criminalizing drag shows. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, come on, how far have we come? Why are you bringing it back? Mm-hmm. Like, hopefully more people will be open to it in these countries. You know what I mean? Yeah. And leave all that shit behind. Like, you know what I mean? Because as you say, you are human. We're all human. And you are who you are. Yeah. Yeah. Regardless of what your sexuality 
your gender, your race, anything yeah. like that. Yeah. You are who you are. And who's one person from telling another person who what they, they should be, and shouldn't yeah. believe their existence to be. Anyway, Pride is on. 23, 20, is it? It's on for the week, but the Pride um, day. day is 24th. Saturday the 24th oh yeah I think you're right yeah yeah Pride is Saturday the 24th Um, I know that Mother is doing their uh, block party on the 23rd 24th and possibly the 25th as well Um, so and the parade do you know what time the parade starts parade starts at 12 and it's going to be down O'Connell Street is where it starts and heading down towards Marion Square where our big Pride main stage is going to be brilliant amazing and if people are looking to go and see you personally what are your regular kind of Spots you can find me anywhere and everywhere probably shaking my ass but <laughs> usually you'll find me on monday nights in win loser drag hosted by filthy gorgeous and mizza in the george it's showtime at 9 p.m free entry all night with dj Stephen dowling on the decks till close amazing. amazing and what is next for nikki stones where would you like to bring her oh my god I so I'm working on a little something behind the scenes okay where I'm in talks with a gaming festival about possibly hosting a drag showcase brilliant has there ever been one before not at this one okay never this so i was inspired by twitchcon yeah twitchcon can do it we can do it too yeah absolutely and this one is going to be highlighting not only just content creators but this is going to be highlighting drag artists that are just that just like gaming brilliant yeah well, when we see that on your page, hopefully we'll be able to share it for you and let other people know. Um, Nikki Stones and Johnny, thank you so much for thank being so on our much. podcast. Thank you for having You've me. been amazing thank and you. happy Pride Month. Happy Pride. Happy Pride. Be safe. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at the T's and C's podcast. We'll be uploading posts and stories about upcoming episodes and guests. And you can also email us on the T's and C's pod at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow, rate and hit the bell for future episodes on Spotify. Bye. Bye.